Whoa, that was like... On point? Couldn't even tell which was which. I don't like it. Go away. <laughs> You're adopted or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, welcome to Chess Talk, episode 221. Thanks for coming back. Hope you enjoyed last week's bang episode. I really liked playing it last week. Yeah, yeah. it was, was great. Fun. No, we were very clear of what was happening during the episode. No, <laughs> we like, ruined the I immersion. Remember. I only was that a month ago. I was also drunk, so. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. But it's the four of us again. We're back. We're just going to be playing some chess, talking about things. Regular episode. Uh, we're going to talk about El Camino and another October spooky, spooky month because this episode's coming out the day before Halloween, essentially. Ooh, too Ooh. spooky. I mean, essentially, it is coming out uh, Because I, I post it, like, Tuesday night. Mm. And so it's... Uh, Whatever. Nitty Anyways, hello. How have you guys been for the past two weeks? Rob and I are playing chess, by the way. In case you forget. What have we done? Uh, oh, well, I, I started playing Outer Outer Worlds the last like, oh, yeah. two days. That's really fun. Good. I recommend it if you like Fallout. That doesn't suck. Th- two thumbs up. Is it very similar to Fallout? Because I know it's made by the people that originally made Fallout, right? Like, that's what I keep seeing in the marketing. Yeah, I think it's Fallout, like, one through New Vegas people. Like a conglomeration of them, um, yeah, it's, okay. it's really good. It, and they've done a great. I don't know why I started there. They did a great job, um, really drawing you in and having a lot of like dialogue options. Like, I was reading an article about it, and they had said that you can kill everyone in the game. That's good. So, but it poses a huge challenge for dialogue because if you've killed that person <laughs> or you've you need a quest item, they have to like figure out an alternative way to get it. So. Uh, right. It's it's really good. I highly recommend it. I don't think it's super long. I think it's like fifty hours if you do all the side cl- side quests, but you can complete the main story in like fifteen hours. Um, oh, okay. But so. it's super worth it. Also, if you have the Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate, it's available for both PC and on your Xbox. Um, mm. My computer is currently dead, so I can't test if cross saves work. Um, but if it does, that's super cool too. I imagine if you're using it through the Game Pass Ultimate, like it would support the cross saves. I hope so, because I'm like, I think six hours in now. So <laughs> On the computer or the Xbox? The Xbox. Yeah, my computer's still down, so. Console left right. for life. <laughs> yeah, you fucking pleb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to, Madeline? I rewatched the original Lion King. That was exciting. Ooh. <laughs> Just to rewatch it? Well, I wanted to watch the new Lion King, and then I listened to my favorite song from the old soundtrack on the new soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I was so disgusted that I just decided to not watch the new Lion King. Yeah. Cause it was just, What's your favorite song? so my two favorite songs are be prepared. And then like the circle yep. of life and literally like be prepared. I like, it was like a guy just talking and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, this is a goddamn joke and like because robert was like you're really gonna be upset if you watch it and i was like no and then i was like well let me just like get on spotify and like check out the soundtrack Hold on. And... i had been saying since what? it came that out you're not details. gonna enjoy it just continuity of <laughs> yeah. thought it's the entire yeah. time like it's not gonna be good it's gonna be, like, i just Aladdin. thought the cgi like from the previews looked really cool and so i was like oh that'll be cool like but then i should remember beauty and the beast i didn't even finish the new one because it was like <laughs> oh, so bad all the things i've heard about the new lion king is that the cgi was like didn't work in their favor because they just looked lifeless and too much like uh, not real animals <laughs> so yeah. no all i all i've heard is trash trash yeah, movie but it made a billion dollars yeah 
Go Same with Aladdin. Go Disney. Oh, gosh. how much I wanted to see Beauty and the Beast, and it turned out to be such a dumpster fire. Gosh, I It know. was fine. It was kind of a dumpster fire. Hey, Rob, playing chess. Oh, is that what we're doing? <laughs> did, I not, did I not take my yeah. turn yet? Oh, let's I go. saw that with you in theaters. Yeah, I know. Which movie? It was fine. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and oh, the Beast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rented it, and the... like halfway through, I was like, no. She was really upset with that gay, the gay underplot, and so yeah, she's like, like, I'm not fucking watching this trash. <laughs> even... I mean, Pesto is a hardcore I wish Catholic. they either would have gotten rid of it altogether or like leaned in a little more. Like It just felt super unnecessary with how little it was brought up, but like it had to be brought up. Like, Yeah, commit or... Go one extreme or the other. Yeah, yeah commit, commit to the plot. Like, hey, he's gay, yeah. and he loves Gaston. That's it. And it's fine. Yeah. It's... If they had made it more pronounced, it would have been great. Yep. Well, oh, no. He danced with a guy at oh, the no. very last scene. He might be gay. No, like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. They're testing the waters. Okay. How gay can we get? <laughs> gay cousin gay or gay bit. son gay? I just, just thought, I know. I just thought it was funny because like Disney's gone like so PC with every for the most part. Like like I was when I was listening to the new Be Prepared song, I was like, because like the old one, you know, he talks about like when the hyenas are like. Be prepared for what? And he's like, for the death of the king, you idiots. Like, because, like, we're basically going to kill him. And, like, literally in the mm-hmm. new song, like, nothing like that was in there. And I'm thinking to myself, mm-hmm. like, this is, like, I don't know. <laughs> Look what they've done to my boy. Like, what have they done? Yeah. <laughs> what do they do to Jeremy Irons? Oh, that's a whole that's a whole other thing. Like, they got, uh, the what's his face from... back? I can't think of his name now. I said it, like, five times yesterday. He has a, he has a... Yes. Yeah, um, long name. Darth Vader. And James Earl Jones. That's the one. They got him back as Mufasa, but they didn't get Jeremy Irons back as scar yeah they got the guy what was he from uh Mo- mordo from uh dr strange yeah i uh, can't pronounce his name yeah it starts with a c it's there's like, a w and a y in there it's like chudalor yeah if four is my thought it's yeah. a hard she name would tell Egeo four that's the name there you go look at you <laughs> i don't know if that's the correct pronunciation Better i would have been really mad if that was the one name madeline remembered <laughs> i <don't know>. <laughs> 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 fucking Homelander. Nope, don't do it. Outlander. Outsider. It took me a minute for Jeremy Irons. He's like, you know who that is, right? And I was like, no. And he's like, Jeremy Irons. I'm like, and? And then he's like, from what did we just see with him? In? Uh, Dr. Or, uh, Ozymandias from yeah. uh, Watchmen. Yeah, he's like, you know, from Watchmen. And then it took me a minute. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like, you know, I mean, I would have figured it out. A couple months from now? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> In a separate conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Jeremy Irons talking about like you know uh, getting a puppy or something. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh okay, like like Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. 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 God that... damn it! I I will find him one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking. <laughs> Every day. Every day. I literally oh, even like one of the days I was like I, maybe he was on burn notice and I literally was like going through like the cast members and I was like no he wasn't. Jesus. What is he in? He's in uh it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um Castle Rock. But just yeah. that one picture. <laughs> just that one. Yeah. Okay. The carnival picture. What about you guys? What do you up to? Yeah. Uh I have I'm studying a lot. That's well, all I do. <laughs> That's all I do. I don't play games. You finished two now. shows. Ooh. Yes, you did. Mm. I finished Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Season two. Yes. Oh. And? And Fossey Verdon. Or were you saying and? Yeah. No, well, was it good? And, no, no, was it good? You finished uh, three shows. I finished three shows? T- technically four shows. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. Uh, Fosse Verdon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Living with Myself. Ooh, that was oh, good. Oh, that was good. We watched And that. we finished Fleabag season two. Oh, we did oh. finish Fleabag, yeah. <laughs> it's been two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so we finished quite a bit of shows, but yeah. I figured we could yeah. talk about Fleabag in another episode. I watched a lot episode. of shows. Yes. That's what I did. Yeah, because you had a three-day weekend. I did have a 
Nevada day. Oh, that's right. Good old Nevada day. I miss that. See, if we lived in Nevada again, Robert, we would have had Nevada day. So, fuck you guys. I want to move back there, Robert. I have no desire to move back to Nevada. (laughs) No, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things I have a problem with here, but like, Mm. uh, temperature-wise, I... I, How cold is it there right now? Uh, it was 30, deg- 30 degrees when we got up this morning. If it was <laughs> raining, we would have had snow. On a walk. <laughs> it was, uh, it's like 70 right now. Mm. No. See, see, I wouldn't trade that. Though. I'd, rather, <laughs> I'd rather be cold in the winter than like, oh, it's hot out. I'm going to die if I stay outside. Yeah, yeah no, I feel like <laughs> Yeah. I took Chloe on a walk just before this. And as I was walking back to the apartment, it just felt really, really hot. Yeah. But it's 68 degrees right now. The sun beats down on you. <laughs> yeah, we noticed that I was too. I like sweating. Uh, we didn't take you guys up the hill um, to where the, the people who have money and like to buy big old monster homes that are custom. Uh, but as we walked up there, it got significantly hotter. And we were just walking like a normal, like just walking the dog. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? The mm-hmm. sun is just out. Like, why am I? <laughs> oh, why God. am I hot all of a sudden? Because the rich people can afford warmer climate temperature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, heat rises. They, they pay <laughs> to get rid of the clouds up there. Exactly. Madeline was saying that it's because <laughs> we're, closer, cause to the we're sun. closer to the sun. I'm like, you're technically right, but that's not that's not how that works. <laughs> You've never heard the thing: if the Earth was ten feet closer to the sun, it wouldn't be able to inhabit us. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't God great? <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that like hundreds of times. I mean, the world is flat, right? That's right. <laughs> God damn. So, anyways, you guys want to talk about El Camino first? Yeah, yeah. Get that out of the way, I guess. So, uh, spoilers for both Breaking Bad, obviously, and El Camino. Well, uh, I've never watched it. I've never seen Breaking Bad. No, uh, I was gonna say that. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> I. When I had the recap or something, I was like, oh, should we watch it? Brittany, you're like, we, we know what happened. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, but maybe, I don't know, jog some memories. Different. Yeah. Yeah. I did forget some stuff on the recap. That's why we watch The Office every year. Yeah. So you forget what exactly. happens. <laughs> How funny it is. Yeah. Or I just watch, watch a different show. Yeah. How dare you? Hey, Rob, it's your turn before um, we start talking. I was, Robert, I was, I was thinking about we've, I was, we've done two moves. Yeah. <laughs> Dilly dallying, Rob. Oh my gosh, leave Are me alone. You... I'm thinking. There's a lot of complexity here. I, I gotta, like I gotta come back strong. Dicking around over there. I mean, that's also uh, true. So yes, yeah. El Camino. Uh, start off. Did you guys think that this was a necessary addition to the Breaking Bad universe? Um, I didn't think it was necessary. I thought it was really good. I didn't. I mean, it necessary. It wasn't to me. It wasn't completely necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Like it didn't necessarily add anything or take anything away from the show but um i did i did enjoy it because it was nice to see kind of like i guess what happened even though it was just basically jesse in you know the, yeah yeah it was i felt like it was like four scenes essentially mm-hmm. um my i was digging it pretty much until the ending because then it ended and i was like we are pretty much at the same spot mm-hmm. where he was at in the finale He's driving away. We don't know what his future holds. It could be anything. It could be bad. We don't know. Mm. Like, it was just assumed that he was going to move on at the finale. And now we saw, like, okay, this is how he gets out. And now it's just, okay, well, now he's going to move on. It's like, well, maybe we want to see where he ends up. Not exactly, like, I don't know. That's just how I felt, like, during the last scene. Yeah, because it was like he just drives off into Alaska. And you're like, they're not even going to show him getting to Canada. Or, like, 
I don't yeah. know. Like, well, no, no, he was in Alaska already. He wants to be in Alaska. Oh, I thought he went. I don't no, no, know. He, they just got past the Canada border. That that's what I was confused about too. I was like, why wouldn't you just go to Canada? Yeah. Like you're fucking. Because remember the opening scene? Yeah, with Mike. He was talking to Mike. How yeah. Alaska's the last frontier. It's foreshadowing. And... Yeah, yeah, but just fucking go to Canada. It's safer. Mm-hmm. But people could recognize him. He's an international fugitive at that point. Yeah. Canada doesn't care. They're like, hey, who's this guy? Yeah. They don't Canada say it. Has, like, <laughs> what's a Buddha? Ice and Sarah Palin. She doesn't mm-hmm. care. That's right. Yeah, exactly. She can see Russia from her house. That's right. Did you, (laughs) did you, Brittany, think that this was? Without this being an indication of my opinion, because it's not my indication. It's not an indication of my opinion about the show. It is completely unnecessary. Okay, Rob. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I definitely enjoyed it, but it's. I feel like they could have done more with it, and made it a little bit more interesting. Because, as, yeah. as like you said, it's just like, well, we're back to square one. We got a little more backstory to, like, Jesse's time as a, a prisoner. prisoner. But yeah. who the fuck cares? <laughs> like, we could have imagined all this. Mm-hmm. Oh, we saw how he had scars for a long time because he was, like, abused as part of that. And he's, like, kind of got PTSD. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely. It was kind of like, <laughs> wow, cool. I would have been angry if they did anything more with it like i didn't want them to like continue a story or give like a solid ending i still think it was unnecessary but if there was anything more like i don't like when they wrap things up in a neat little bow Mm -hmm. i'm glad they didn't do that i just still feel like they didn't need to do this at all Mm -hmm. so i really wish it was just nothing not more yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like you don't want to see more character development from Jesse yeah, like in this. Yeah, we got a perfect version of that already, and this didn't ruin it by any means. I think if they had done more resolution, it would have, but it still felt unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Not taking away from the quality of it and right. acting and the characters taught as a great fucking character god he's yeah. so creepy jesse the actor got jesse, jesse plummins yeah he got he got a little chunky yeah he, yeah, he did <laughs> it was hard to like not notice it's like yeah no you look he different started getting that way when he was in black mirror yeah yeah he was a little chunky then yeah so. dad life yo god i liked watching their scenes together and I just, he's, I, he's so yeah. creepy he you like just i was know. just i know Oh, I just everything you were saying, I was like, you didn't need to say that. I know. You just, just stop talking. You're not adding anything. You're just being the That's worst. Todd. <laughs> it's great. I know. He's like such no. a sociopath. Yes, he's a really well written like so sociopath. I know how he's just like. She was such a nice lady. Do you? Oh, do you? Do you want some soup? <laughs> like he's like, what the fucking soup? And then you see like the belt around her neck, and you're just like. Yeah. And then he just wears it immediately. I know. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, it's not dirty. Wash it. Got, just what do you mean it's not dirty? It's not dirty. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're not dirty. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I I enjoyed that. I I don't know. My favorite scene was definitely the flashback with Walt and Jesse, yeah. just because it was their chemistry is just unbeatable, and it's just the season one relationship they had was so dad and son and mm-hmm. i just love seeing more of that it was perfect yeah it, it yeah that was i really enjoyed that um because it, it kind of showed that their foundation was good it it really was walt became the asshole there was no question about it yes. i don't know i forgot oh, how yeah. fucked walt was yeah. like i forgot i was like oh my god i forgot that he like did that yeah 
like he was good yeah. at some point yeah. and then just devolved so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought it was a sweet scene when mm-hmm. Walt was like, I wanna sell it fast and Jesse like reassured him, like, no matter what happens, I'll make sure mm-hmm. your family gets this money. Yeah. And I thought that was really sweet. But no dice. Yeah. Did not get that money. Nope. It was interesting to see um the I forgot the name of the welding company. The main dude. Candy. With the K. Yeah, yeah, candy. candy with the K. Um, the main guy, he was also in a similar role with Righteous Gemstones very recently. And it was kind of funny. Cause I, Madeline actually recognized him like really Boom. quickly. And I Winning. was like, I'm like, oh, holy shit, it what's is him. What uh, what's his name? I have no fucking idea. I knew his voice. Okay. Yeah, it, it really was. And Robert's it's... like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the fucking guy. I'm like, the guy. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> um, I say a lot. The guy. Yeah. God. Yeah, it's Scotty. Uh, his name was Scotty. Yeah, I, I, we don't care what his character's in name Righteous is. Gems, no. <laughs> uh, Scott Mc, well, fuck it, Scott MacArthur. Um, See, yeah, is that his real name? No. Yeah, Scott MacArthur. Oh. His character's name was. <laughs> See, Neil. I knew his name, Scotty. <laughs> oh my god, fuck so off. So the welding guy was in a very similar situation. Yeah, he, he's an asshole at a different show. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was confused when like it, they made a big deal about it i was like we didn't see him at all in breaking bad like, right when you were gonna remember me i yeah. was like bitch I don't, I don't even know who you are yeah <laughs> okay thanos yeah, but, but still i was just like is this supposed to be significant and then it was just like oh okay they're just kind of not retconning but just adding in yeah mm-hmm. new character that's supposed to have significance but but it was a, it was a good way to progress uh jesse's story as it we were experiencing it but without adding too much to the backstory yeah it was like, like his him being in this movie does not detract anything from Breaking Bad, right? Because just you can assume that they use a welding guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just was glad with the thing. welding guy that he finally like got out of like his because I know he's got PTSD and he's always been kind of like a passive like oh like just let people I guess not not like walk all over me but kind of like yeah and then like I was like what the fuck why did he give the gun back to Todd like I understand they have a little boy but like at what point do you like think yeah. like i need to save myself over like this kid you know what i mean well especially because by mm-hmm. that point because how do you even know the kid's still alive right and by that point todd had already killed the, yeah. the woman yeah so i'm Andrea. like yeah. yeah and that was like so frustrating i'm like oh my god just freaking shoot him and then um i was glad finally with the when the, he went to the welding place how he just like you know and he played him dirty. and then yeah like he totally <laughs> played dirty yeah fuck it like <laughs> no honor among thieves yeah nope. yeah. yeah i Brittany called them not being cops. Yes. Probably yeah. what, halfway through the scene. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was just so confused. I was like, he's getting arrested. I was like, this is a weird well, turn for like, the yeah. story. They were being really weird. <laughs> That's and what, then yeah. they, he gave the gun to them and like they started tying him up and you were like, read him his Miranda rights. And yeah. I was like, I don't think they're fucking cops, yeah. dude. Well, no, I <laughs> called it even really before that because when they came in, they were like, man, these guys really tore up this place. And I was like, Mm -hmm. they would fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, if they're detectives, because cops wouldn't come back and be detectives. I was like, like, they would know what was done and they'd be like, fuck, someone came in here. Yeah. Yeah, this was not cops' work. This was someone else. Yeah. 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 And just looking... Looking back on it, when um, Casey called out for Neil and he called him Lieutenant, like, mm-hmm. Neil instantly was like, all right, this is, something's fucking yeah. up. Yeah, it was his way of tipping him off. Yeah, yeah without explicitly saying, so, yeah. yeah. Looking back, it's like, oh, yeah, it's pretty fucking obvious they're not cops. Yeah. Um, so, that was a interesting scene. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, his interaction with Ed <laughs> and just Ed's stubborn 
I don't know. He just would not budge one cent. It I was know. it was frustrating, but it's like he's a businessman. You fucking burned me once. Like, no, I'm not gonna give you any leeway this time. God. And he still gave him more than he should have. Like he told said he was like a bullshit liar. He just calls the cops and is just like, mm-hmm. "Knock, dude, I'm not a fucking liar. He's right there." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but then he still gave a wrong description to the cops. Yeah. So it's like well, he's, yeah. he's not a total asshole. It's mm-hmm. just he's a good businessman. Yeah, yeah he's protecting his interests. Keeping interests. Yep. Yeah, I was upset at the end when he wrote a letter. Um, and it was just for Brock yeah. because he, his parents, like he mm-hmm, didn't have a major falling out in the Breaking Bad. Like they didn't like him, but they still loved him in the show, right? Right. Yeah, and that was so sad when he like called them, and like his parents like, oh, like we'll be right, you know, to go to that park. Yeah. And that like, was like they, so they sad because they literally just like ran, jumped in the car, and were like kind of like we just want to see our son and then like you're like oh my gosh mm-hmm. like now it's just another letdown and they're probably never gonna mm-hmm. know yeah yeah i i was hoping that he would have wrote a letter to yeah. them at least kind of explaining like hey i'm okay mm-hmm. i'm just gone yeah i think that they of all people would have appreciated mm-hmm. knowing that he is just gone and living a different life yeah but realistically that he couldn't even if he wanted to because the, he, the, everybody knows that they're watching the parents yeah but the guy was gonna mail brock's letter from like some random place. Yeah. You know? That's, so that's true. Mexico yeah. City. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like, like he was in. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm sure he was going to use just a total different name on the like return address yeah. too. So it mm-hmm. would have been as untraceable as it is for yeah. Brock. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's what I was expecting that letter to be for. And then it said Brock. And I was like, I guess. Yeah. But why? I don't know. why what, especially about Brock. Like I know, I, yeah. Like there's a lot of implied like relationship bond that he had with Brock that we kind of saw in Breaking Bad. Yeah, right. I think it's mostly boiled down to the guilt he feels yeah. for his mom dying. Yes, fair. That's why he feels this connection to him. It's like he was a good kid. Walt tried to poison him. Walt did poison yeah. him. Almost <laughs> killed him. Yep. I got his mom killed. Like this poor kid. I. Get, that's what I interpreted it as. Yeah. Not that, like, this kid meant the world to him, but, like, he ruined this kid's life. I, I owe it to this kid, if no one else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I kind of get like, that. it was, like, an apology letter. Probably. <laughs> Any other standout scenes or... Mm-hmm. Not that I Badger and Skinny Pete are the best friends. They I know. are. They were super sweet. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. And they were, were, sp- and they the were like, characters. shockingly smart about what they did, <laughs> too. Yeah. Just like, Skinny Pete was. Yeah. Well, yeah, Badger's kind of a... He's not stupid, but he's not the brightest tool. He doesn't think that far ahead. Right. That's that's his issue. He's playing checkers, yeah. and Skinny Pete's playing chess. <laughs> so pure, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, th- I'm glad that their last scene was still just as good as their previous last scene. Like, mm-hmm. this was just as good of a send-off for these mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that all of the scenes with dead characters were just flashbacks and people thought they were like still alive or mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to like say it. They didn't lean in too hard on like the throwbacks. They just, yeah, they had the short, sweet like dr- flashback yep. scenes and that was it. I like that too. Cause it was more like just reminders, not like anything too fan servicey and like over yeah. mm-hmm. beating you over the head with it. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I 
enjoyed it. I instantly was reminded by like Vince Gilligan's directing style with all like the time lapses and like the city landscapes with time lapses and things like that. And just the different like color hues that were constantly changing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is this is how Vince Gilligan does it. <laughs> so I enjoyed that. It was like seeing an old friend or something. Mm-hmm. How excited for the next season of Better Call Saul are you? Whenever, if ever it comes out. It's I always a mystery. Yeah, that's a long range i know yeah, we'll we'll see when if it comes out yeah it was i don't know if i would watch another story driven vince gilligan movie because it is so long mm-hmm. and it is very dry i think his style is so much better for these hour-long shows mm-hmm. because it kind of forces there needs to be some more action and climax within it whereas in this it was just all slow burn slow yeah slow build and all just character driven Mm -hmm. talking and which is good and he's good at it but it just doesn't make for the most entertaining two hours of your life just think of it as like two episodes of breaking bad yeah yeah and if (laughs) these would be two more boring episodes of breaking bad (laughs) that's okay to like a to like a penultimate episode or something like that yeah, there are some boring Breaking Bad episodes, like Fly. I don't like that episode. Everyone loves that episode. I know, and that's boring. It's a bottle episode. It's pretty boring. <sighs> Any other things about El Camino? Are we good to rate it? I can rate it. What's the rating scale? Ten rice and cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Ten Hoover Maxes. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ten hidden compartments. What ten fridges? It could be. There's a couple. There's the the U-Haul. There's a the fridge. Mm. Ten dead cleaning mm-hmm. ladies. Ooh, that's good. I like that Ooh, one. Rip. Oh, God. I like that okay. One. Out of ten dead cleaning <laughs> ladies. So morbid. Perfect. <laughs> ten bowls of soup. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, ten ten cleaning ladies. I think is good. That's yeah. That's a better description of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd probably give it like six point five out of ten, because it was. Like I said, well shot. Um, love seeing the flashbacks and just the uh, characters just kind of go right into it. Like you don't question, and except for Todd, it wasn't obvious that these were all new shots of these people that have aged ten years or whatever. Um, so there was definitely some um, dedication put into this movie and this whole universe. So yeah, good. Just boring, and again, kind of unnecessary, but. 6.5. I was going to give it a 7. I thought it was I thought it was actually pretty good. Um, but there, you know, could have been... I don't know, because it was a little dry, and like, sometimes it felt pretty long. Between, yeah. yeah. See, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Brittany? Playing your game. Seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rob? I still enjoyed it, and I liked more about it than I disliked. So. Nice. I think seven, seven's good. Uh, I'm not going to say anything different than anybody else has already said. I just think it, it was an entertaining thing to watch. It was fun seeing the story kind of go somewhere um, that we hadn't been able to see to a degree, but there was not a lot of actual value to it. Yeah, that's El Camino. So give it a watch if you like Breaking Bad. I think it's definitely, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't say definitely watch it if you like Breaking Bad, but if you're just itching for more things in that style, like, yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. yeah by no means bad yeah. it's what it's by no means bad. no 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 yeah definitely not i don't want to come across it that way um 
So with that, we're going to get into the final Spooktober movie of the month following the theme of Stephen King movies. Uh, Do you want to say what the movie is, Brittany? Sure. If we watch The Shining. I wanted you to say it because, like, this is the movie that started the whole kind of theme thing. Well, yeah, because we're going to be seeing Dr. Sleep soon. I think I'm assuming because I know you guys were excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I thought, hey, let's watch scary movies. And the first one we watched was Carrie, and I was like, hey, that's a Stephen King movie. Let's just watch a bunch of Stephen King movies. Well, the first one was The Shining because you knew we were watching Doctor Sleep, and yeah. so you're like, let's watch it before Doctor Sleep, yeah. and then from there it. Anyway, the first one we watched <laughs> for the month was Carrie. Yes. <laughs> that's I'm just saying how it started the month. You tell it. You tell it. It's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. We just wanted to watch The Shining to get prepared for Dr. Sleep because I think I've seen it once maybe like a decade ago, um, but I couldn't remember most of it except for the more iconic scenes. Yeah, I've just seen the iconic scenes. Yeah, so I was like, I want to definitely get more... Uh... You want to watch the whole thing? Yeah, more... <laughs> I want to be better prepared for Dr. Sleep. That's yes. what I was trying to say. Okay. Like, I didn't want to just go into Dr. Sleep kind of sort of remembering what The Shining was about. I will probably be wrong, but I feel like they will have very little to do with each other. Well, wait, let's wait, get wait, into wait. The Shining. Say that again. That's the hmm? Repeat what you just said, Britt. Like, ha- I have a feeling that Dr. Sleep and The Shining will have very little to do with each other apart from the they're technically a sequel. Okay. But that's that's, th- that, that's, that, that's what I thought you said. Yeah, I've never read Dr. Sleep. I'm just basing that on not very much. Let's get into The Shining. So spoilers if you haven't seen this uh, about-to-be-40-year-old movie. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Really <laughs> spoilers <laughs> if you've not seen, read the book, seen the, the Spoilers, the movie, he or the runs out of an axe. Yeah. Um, pretty top-quality Jack Nicholson. Yes. Yes. So uh, I feel like, Rob, you had a strong reaction. Um, so yeah. with Dr. Sleep, is there a lot of connections between The Shining, like, do you think you need to see The Shining to actually get something out of Doctor Sleep? I would say you don't need to see The Shining to get to enjoy Doctor Sleep. Okay, and that's coming from the book perspective. I don't know what they did with the movie, if how heavily they leaned into the book for different things. I well, didn't. Uh, well, we can talk about it later. I, I I I don't want to spoil Doctor Sleep. I'm not going to spoil Doctor Sleep. Okay, I you, just you have disagree, a different you, opinion than you. You disagree? Yes. Oh, go for it. I didn't. I haven't read The Shining. I think you have. Yes. A long time ago, yeah. I read Doctor Sleep. I, I think that there's like maybe five to ten percent crossover, and it's not even crossover. Okay. It's more just like when I was um, a kid, homages. this yeah kind of thing. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. just more like references. Yeah, and like if if you've seen it, like you'll be like, oh hey, I get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but otherwise, like it's just a thing. Yeah, hey, I understood that reference. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was curious because I was. A little more surprised when seeing uh, The Shining that they actually did touch on The Shining and like what it was because I always thought it was just kind of like a thing that was just present but no one really gave much of an explanation to but the head chef I can't remember his name Halloran Dick Halloran Halloran. played by Scatman Crothers (laughs) well and I also (laughs) I forgot about that too (laughs) I just think 
that that sounds like the most like Jim Crow stereotypical name that some asshole would come up with. That's that's his name. That's what he gets. I know it's really Benj- his name. Benjamin Sherman Crothers, no professionally asked Scatman Crothers. He was a Scatman. That's a that's a musical I know style. That's really his name, but it sounds <laughs> okay. Like... So it's not <laughs> his. It's not his given name. No. That is his. I have nothing but respect for him. But I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's his so what you're saying name. is, your name sucks, old man. I'm glad you're dead. That's what it sounds no. like. <laughs> just, there's some casual racism in this movie. Well, yeah. Maybe not casual, pretty over. Uh, <laughs> it is very in-your-face racism. Yeah. <laughs> I, if that's what you think casual is, I do not want to know what. <laughs> it's it's written on, it's written on a Tuesday. It's very casual. <laughs> no. <laughs> you upset me. Darn. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I was just surprised that they actually kind of went over what The Shining is yeah. and like how it relates to the supernatural and this hotel mm-hmm. in particular. So I enjoyed that. Where. Uh, Danny had someone he could talk to about it mm-hmm. and kind of give us the audience exposition on who the what? fuck Tony is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little boy that lives in his mouth. Well, there's there's more yeah, there's perfect. more to it than that actually, but I'm, they don't they don't cover it in the movie, unfortunately. So, in the Shining they book, they do. Um, it's alluded or to Sleep. in a couple. I think The Shining and in Doctor Sleep, but it's actually older Danny. Oh, okay. So there's some fun things that happen with that, but I think I think they'll go into that more in the in the Doctor Sleep movie. Yeah, because like he definitely gets visions of the past and sees things that are going to happen. So it would make sense that it's right. like, okay, he's getting these from somewhere, and it's Tony, I guess. Yeah. What the fuck ever. Because his name's Tony. Because Danny's middle name is Anthony. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah. But this was a, it was a long Stanley Kubrick movie, but it wasn't <laughs> nearly as long-winded as Space Odyssey or Clockwork Orange. I've never been able to finish Clockwork Orange. Really? I never want to watch that. I just, I give up. Oh, man. Sorry. God, that looks like a good I, movie. I try, but like after the therapy session he has, I just, I don't know. It just, the movie loses all interest to me. But yeah, this was a good movie. I love the score. Mm-hmm. I, it just does such a good job um i love shelly duvall i think she plays such a sad character um but i lose all sympathy for her when i see her running around at the end with the knife <laughs> she's so whimsical yeah just oh no oh, oh no she's waving a knife around <laughs> yeah it's like you're gonna just kill yourself you're just gonna trip over your stupid <laughs> bathrobe and your overalls it's all you wear what the fuck she's a mom <laughs> fuck you <laughs> I hated her character so much. I know. She's like so, <laughs> like, just like so derpy, much. like, and. There's no... Yeah, but it's just, you can tell that the kind of marriage they have, she's just kind of been reduced to just yeah. be the shadow of the marriage. Well, it's like when she's explaining, so. like, how he, like, dislocated his shoulder, just like, well, you yeah. know, yeah. Just like, oh, no, but, uh, yeah, stuff happened. You know, you know, sometimes you just grab him too hard and he'd been drinking and i'm like um that's child yeah. abuse normal. like that's not normal and even the psychiatrist I, or doctor she's like you just yeah it was just like um okay yeah i mean but that's also the thing it's like she's kind of been forced to believe that this is normal. just whatever and you can't really help it 
And my favorite thing is that um, when she talks about that with the therapist at the beginning of the movie, she says, like, and he hasn't been drinking for five months. Mm -hmm. And then later on in the movie, uh, Jack is talking to Lloyd, the bartender, complaining about that. And he says that happened three years ago. (laughs) And it's like, fuck. So he's just the worst person that (laughs) can't help but be an alcoholic asshole to both of them. And who knows, like, how bad he was even before this Mm -hmm. hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it does, I don't think that the hotel made him a complete monster. I think it just brought out what was already like oh, yeah. in yeah. him and just turned it, it up. It enhanced it, yeah. Turn it to 11. Got lit. I just have to say, because I've read a fair amount of Stephen King book in the last, Stephen King books in the last year. And like, this just was so similar to The Outsider that I read recently and I did not finish. Like, because it's like... I mean, I fell asleep halfway through the movie, but um, this, I mean, I've seen this movie before, but like, okay. but it's like, I mean, like not even a third of the way through the movie, like you're already seeing like Jack Nicholson, like lose his mind where he's like cussing at his, he's like, you know, I lost my fucking train of thought and like, just like, you know, loses his shit. And I'm just like, I feel like it's like a common trend with like Stephen King books where he, he loves to over explain things and then literally like he'll just like explain 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 and then all of a sudden like it happens and then the this the climax like continues 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 for like the rest like two-thirds of the book and i'm like like that's why i didn't finish outsider because like i know they're making it i think into a tv show or a mini series but i'm like it's like you get to that point where you climax you figure out what's going on and then like it just like and i'm like what like i don't know i just it's just i sometimes i feel like it's It's hard to don't get me wrong. I love his books. Like Dr. Sleep was a really easy read. Um, Pet Cemetery was an easy read, but some of them I'm just like, oh my gosh, just mm-hmm. like yeah. get to the point. He can't finish books. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. can't literally like, <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, even the movie, it's like the, the last 30 minutes was all just like the same yeah. kind of like the tension evaporated because it just wasn't letting. Yeah, up. exactly. So I'm sure. If the book that was like 200 pages of the book, it'd be like, fuck, okay, I get it. It's spooky. Like, I'm not kidding. There's been, like, in The Outsider, once I stopped, before I stopped reading, like, I would literally, I feel like, skip, like, three pages and, like, be, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, not, literally nothing happened. Like, it's literally the same exact scene, and they're talking about the damn belt. Like You should read um, Game of Thrones, I hear. <laughs> it's like I tried That's to. That's not as bad. You know, I tried to read Dune. That was not a good idea. I think the difference with Game of Thrones is they don't spend like ten pages describing, I don't know, Danny running. Yeah, like it would be ten pages of the history of Westeros. Mm-hmm. That seems a little unnecessary, it's, but still a little interesting. The Game of Thrones thing is he spends ten pages talking about the food at the different feasts. Oh. That that's the meme of the Game of Thrones books. He oh. loves describing food. I mean, food's pretty good. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen King, like I bet you anything, when Danny was on the tricycle or the you know whatever, that was probably like. 15 pages like just that him, was an like, entire chapter yeah and like it wasn't until like i think the third time they showed him doing that that he actually saw room 237 so mm-hmm. like the other times it was just like there's no point like and just it's like him build up. <laughs> you gotta you gotta know you gotta know it's gonna yeah. be spooky yeah we know yeah no the the foreshadowing was just like it's not really like foreshadowing it's just like they were literally telling you spooky oh is that thing. it oh that's the game Rip. I just lost in chess. <laughs> Bad. Um, so, good game, Rob. Yeah. Um, but, like, 
when he's doing the interview and they're like, and he went around and he murdered his family with an axe. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I okay. wonder how this movie's okay, gonna yep. end. And then like when, uh, uh, what's his name? Har- Halloran? Halloran. Halloran. <laughs> Sorry. Um, he was like, and don't you go in 237. Yeah, There's nothing in there. It's like, so, okay, so 237, let's go. Yeah. I don't believe you. I think there's something in there. (laughs) I remember as a kid, I thought the 237 woman in the bathtub thing was like a bigger deal. Uh, I thought there was more to that storyline besides just spooky. So, yeah, I mean, it's hard because to a lot of your guys' points, I think, how do you you make them? I mean, sorry, not even how do you make a a book into a movie. How do you make a book into a movie good? And we've kind of seen that trend where you've got some interpretations of Stephen King uh, works are done fantastically, and some are done terribly, a la Pet Cemetery remake. <laughs> so I think there's a lot, there's a lot more uh, underpinnings of there's something wrong with the Overlook Hotel, um, mm-hmm. and they really try to condense it into this one singular room. Right. I mean, that, that realistically, that, that room is a big source of it. But how do you convey that while also telling the story of all these characters in two hours? Yeah. Because like, yeah. they want no. The Shining, they've got the dynamic of the family, they've got his descent into madness. So, yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, because I think it would have been, I don't know, more interesting. It just, it would have been cooler to see different apparitions, like doing things, being involved in other rooms. I'm sure in the book there is that, but just in the movie you get Lloyd, you see the girls... Um, you see the ballroom, and then you see room 237. That's pretty much it, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it would have been more interesting to have more one-on-one character, ghost, spooky interactions. Yeah. But for what they did, I think they did a good job. Oh, yeah. I wasn't um, complaining. I just, as a kid, I remember being very scared about the woman in the bathtub thing. And it only turned out to be, like, two scenes of that. So I know. I was just confused. Yeah. I, I, I do know that King was not a fan of Duvall's portrayal of um, Wendy. Wendy. Wendy, sorry, brain fart. And he actually, that is Winifred. W- Winifred. <laughs> Are you Winnie or Freddie? Winnie or Freddie? Wendy. I'm a Wendy. Well, fuck <laughs> fuck <laughs> me, dude. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna combine, I like it. I'm going to combine these, these two names and make a different name. <laughs> I guess that's how you get names, I though, think- right? Yeah, I think Winifred's a stupid name to begin with. No offense to all our Winifred listeners. Well, when we were going to have kids, we were going to name one Renifred, so mm-hmm. that hurts. Wow. Thank you. No. We'll call her Renifred? Wendy. Renifred. Sorry, my words call are hard. Call her Wendy, because Winnie and Freddie are worse nicknames. What Wend- about Winnerob? <laughs> what about Wendifred? I just feel bad for your child. How dare you? How dare you? Um, yeah, but then just go by Winnie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Buck, we're going to subvert expectations. It's totally different. Um, it, the, the, her portrayal and kind of like the overall depiction of the book by Kubrick um, is why he actually did a miniseries like 10 years later. Because he was like, no, 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 this, is, this wasn't my vision. Yeah. Like, I need to do it better. Yeah. Have you seen the miniseries? I have not seen the miniseries. Mainly because okay. Jack Nicholson's not in it and he was like the beacon of amazingness that was this mm-hmm. movie. Because yeah, all people talk about I mean, the thing people quote the most is the Here's Johnny thing, but him on the staircase, I think, is such a better yeah. scene of him just losing his mind. your brains. Honey, <laughs> darling, light of my life. <laughs> I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah. 
it's just fucking oh that's great i hope i hope that was like his audition line or something like that uh, that that seems like so so uh organic because i don't think that's i don't even know if it's an actual quote from the book i think yeah. that's something he like probably improvised oh i hope so Jeez, fucking yeah <laughs> they're like we're not even filming he's just kind of doing this in his booth so we got to put this in the movie now <laughs> uh yeah i looked it up and because he looked so young to me but he was 40 during this movie really during the filming of this yeah he's he's older huh. it it surprised me because uh shelly duvall was like 30 during this yeah. but he's he's 40 he's been acting since like the late 50s um yeah no i think uh, but it, it was a it was a fun film i think there's a lot of really good things to take out of it and it's a very standard fair kubrick i would want to watch the european edition because we specifically rented it on amazon mm. because we have it on plex but plex uh would have been the european version so it's only two hours and so i wanted to rent it and get the american release which was two and a half hours like normal i just want to know what they cut yeah so i would want to watch the european because i don't know if the movie would be hurt that bad by taking 30 minutes out of it so depends what 30 minutes exactly like i'm curious like how much could they take out of this that would not harm the entirety of this movie so i would want to watch it probably i won't do it soon but Oh, yeah, and they took out basically all the boring extra shit. <laughs> okay, what's cool. Like, basically, yeah, like, who do you, who, who determines what's the boring shit? All the extended dialogue, basically, it looks like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it looks like Cooper decided to cut some sequences because the film was not very, very well with see. Why well, I cannot talk. Well, we'll see. Well, we'll see. Don't eat. Earlier, you were having trouble, too. Do you have hot chocolate for the hot, baby, please? Do you have hot chocolate? Um, yeah, just things that were not... Uh, <laughs> That were not well received. <laughs> they cut out fluff, probably yeah. that people complained about. Yeah. That were like, "Why was this scene ten minutes?" <laughs> probably because did... it was like two hundred pages in the book. Why? Why yeah. are we spending ten minutes in the book while Ullman <laughs> tells him about the hotel? <laughs> Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, why do we have to see her opening the fruit cocktail? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what did that do? It All really the reports. It advanced the story. Yeah, the giant can of fruit cocktail. And the scene of her talking on the radio oh yeah but then like it never really came into play other than them being like they're not answering mm-hmm. it's like fuck it's cool. like the opposite of the a checkoff checkoff's gun yeah so it's like they do a lot of foreshadowing and then a lot of like pointless foreshadowing as well misdirection they need you to know what exists yeah and like the meat freezer i thought that was going to come into play it's like no that doesn't no it hell like, it why did. Do... she locks him in why the freezer did... Not the meat the freezer. Yeah, he was in the pantry. Yeah, I thought it was the freezer the whole time, and then just the regular she ass. Did it. it was just the pantry. Yeah, like, I thought she was gonna lock him in the meat freezer. That looked yeah. like the meat freezer door. Same. They door. had the same door. Are yeah, you, that must have been a total fuck up then, because no, they when they did the entire tour, and I think the entire kitchen tour could have been skipped too. Yeah. Um, but they have the same door, like the pantry and the meat freezer both have the same sort of like super door. No, what I'm saying is that like they probably fucked up. They filmed the first two parts like of the, the, the two rooms and then they meant mm-hmm. for him to be in probably the freezer, but didn't put him in there. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's just Kubrick. So maybe it was intentional. I mean, I mean, what it sounds like almost is like it is deliberate misdirection for foreshadowing. Like people are going to make assumptions. He's not going to freeze in the freezer. He's going to freeze outside. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Idiot. 
if it wasn't for subtitles, I would not have understand a single word that he was yelling at the end when yeah. he was running through the hedge maze. I was just like, these aren't words. What Jack was he Nicholson. saying? He, I just Not like sense. at some point he started singing. Yeah, but he was just saying like, "When do you know?" or "Please wait," or "Ah," but like he was just like, "Same." Like that's what he was doing. Just mm-hmm. I can't understand that. <laughs> Good movie. I get why uh, it has like a what nine on IMDb. Oh. Isn't it pretty high up there? Let me. It's I it's like I think one of the scariest films. Or, or sorry, sorry. Uh, one of the greatest, highest most rated, in, highest rated, and most influential of all horror films. What? Yeah, that sounds right. Eight point four on IMDb. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, that kind of. I get it because it's not a bad movie in any major aspect. The most of the dialogue is fine. Like it's good. Um, the shots are all cool. Like I loved any time that they were going through the hotel and just like the camera stayed mm-hmm. on them and it didn't. Cut. Yeah, it wasn't a bunch of like cuts and editing to show you the size of the hotel, which was really cool. So I get it. It's a very well made movie. Britt, did you say because they used the Steadicam? Yeah. That's because it, it the Steadicam just came out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I gotta. <laughs> I'm gonna Kubrick. use that. Yeah. Kubrick yeah. likes Steadicams and one shots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one scene <clears throat> that I loved. Uh, sorry, the, the one uh, filming technique he used is when Jack is using the axes, the axe on the doors, the oh, way they like the tracking shots. The axe. Yeah, the, yeah, those are like perfect. Like it's almost like surreal, like mm-hmm. uh, body mechanics, but it's you know it's actually happening. So I that that I really enjoyed as a, a unique filming technique. And how about you guys? Yeah, no, it's like you don't really see shots like that. They're more steady, but this one was like, nope, axe is like the main object, so the axe is what we're gonna follow. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. It insists so, upon yeah. itself. Yeah, that something. was awesome. Huh. Any other thoughts mm. on The Shining? Any other thoughts on scary movies? I do want to ask, do you think that it was a haunted ghost hotel, or do you think it was just cabin fever? Uh, haunted. Haunted, 100%. Haunted. Yeah, it's haunted. Oh. There's yeah. a debate about that. No, it's, no, it's, it's scary shit's happening. Even like a child, which I don't know if a child can't get cabin fever, was seeing visions. Yeah, well, and the fact that, that he has problems with himself. They, <laughs> they were seeing the same kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so if it was cabin fever, they would see their own demons. And this is very mm-hmm. prescribed. Like they were seeing something happened, and this is kind of the manifestation of it. I just find like a seasonal haunting weird. <laughs> like it's only haunted when no one's there. <laughs> yeah. When you can't leave, it's haunted. Like they yeah. go on vacation over the summer. Yeah. And then... See, it's, it's, cause yeah. it's when Dick's gone, really. That's why. Dick holds him back. <laughs> actually, that might actually be a, a plot in the Doctor Sleep. Probably because he's in touch with The Shining, mm-hmm. so like maybe he is able to like keep things at bay, and then as soon as he's gone, Scatman. the head chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scatman, brothers. Oh, Scatman. Say Scatman. That reminds oh. me. I remember that name now. You remember that? <laughs> Scatman. <laughs> Out of ten... Uh... We didn't write any of the others. Mm-hmm. We didn't? No. Mm-hmm. We went through this last time. No. We were just rating them against each other. Oh. That's what we were doing. So okay. are we going to do a final rating? Yeah, so I would do Shining, 1408, and then very closely behind that, Carrie, and then way at the bottom, The Mist. <laughs> the Mist is a, it's actually right. a negative. It's like so far, so I far down. I such high hopes for The Mist. It was like the, it's a great mini, uh, uh, short story. It's every so rating system needs an absolute zero, and in mine, that's The Mist. <laughs> that's fair. So he does really good short stories. They're so good. Because mm-hmm. it's like it forces him 
to be concise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stick to the point. Tell the exactly. story. Yeah. End the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Brett? Rob's gone. No, no, you got. I, I was thinking about the other ones. Um, I would probably say The Shining, Carrie, fourteen oh eight in the mist. I like Carrie. I'm probably in that same same ranking. I think fourteen oh eight is great, but there's something just very. I say fun. It's not the right word. Something. I would rather watch Sissy Spacek yell than fucking John Cusack. John Cusack. Yeah, that's fair. I, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty entertaining. No, I think I think just the the extreme relatableness of being humiliated and kind of put down. I, I think it's more more scary. In Carrie. Yeah, in oh, Carrie. Yeah. yeah, in Carrie didn't versus fourteen. Yeah. We didn't Absolutely. watch. We didn't watch Carrie though. Well, I know, but didn't you guys watch Misery? That was a while. That ago. was like a year ago oh. when we were doing Heroes yeah. and Villains. Uh, I would have picked Misery as like one of the ones yeah. for this. Movie. Oh, okay, that's what. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah. No, because we were I trying to. Misery. We were trying to pick ones that were mm. either right. we hadn't seen mm-hmm. or had been a while since we'd seen. Uh, okay. Less real though. We all just love Kathy Bates being a villain. That's really what it's about. Pretty good. Yeah. She's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Madeline, what about you? Uh, Out of those four. Um, Oh, what is it? It's a uh... this fourteen oh eight Carrie and Doctor or not Doctor Sleep. Uh, the the mist. mist. Oh, the mist. I know is number. F- so I'm gonna add something. Well, the mist will be number five, and yeah, then one. I'm adding something. Okay. And this is this is bucking the trend. I. It I, is. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm very interested. <laughs> so so I'll say fourteen oh eight. No, actually, full dark, no stars. It's a short, short no, story book. <laughs> You can't add what a is going She's on. adding a the short best. story. She's... And then I'll say 1408, The Shining, Carrie, and... Okay, and so let's remove the, the short story. No, don't 1408. remove it. <laughs> but, well, she... so 1408, The Shining, Carrie, The Mist. You yeah. forgot Full Dark, No Stars. We didn't do it. That's not a movie. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. I forgot it. What the fuck? <laughs> She's like, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to conform. I'm going to add something. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, yes. No, sorry. I loved sorry. it, but... Oh, just confused because <laughs> well, it came out of nowhere she's like yeah, on her it's... phone like looking up what i forgot i thought i forgot if it was called all dark no stars but it's full dark no stars so i ask myself that every day if you haven't read it go read 4.1 full out dark of five. no stars <laughs> okay. look at even good is the main character a writer uh, actually yeah and one of them she is <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> She's a uh, yeah. She's a writer, and she's doing like um, a book signing. Shocking. Is she hashtag damaged? Uh, no, but she gets fucking damaged. It's actually really (laughs) like a it's a gory, uncomfortable book. That story in it, yeah. (laughs) It's back to the topic at hand. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Us ending the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's happening. We're done for the week. Uh, Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the spooky month. Uh, We'll be back next week probably talking about first episodes of bojack because that bojack season six is out yeah so we're probably gonna touch on that or you name <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> that's exactly what i was doing how'd you know <laughs> uh and then potentially jojo rabbit we're gonna see that but we'll figure it out and see you guys next week bye bye